Is the wind blowing out or is the wind blowing in? That's always a question, and a very important question when you begin a series at Wrigley. That is a huge question that you always have to ask, and usually you can tell when you're taking the team bus up along Lakeshore. It gives you an idea. If the, if the wind is blowing out, that means it's pretty choppy water, and you're, or actually if the wind's blowing in, that usually means it's choppy water. Uh, on the lake, and that means it's going to be a, a fairly tough day offensively. If uh, if it's calm or uh, or better, then you know the wind might be blowing out, and it could be a pretty offensive day. Uh, it was pretty calm when we were coming here today, and and the wind has actually picked up a little bit. Uh, Mauer and I were just talking about that. It's blowing kind of across and maybe out to left a little bit. So we'll see what it's doing come game time. But uh, this is going to be fun. These are two teams playing some of the best baseball in Major League Baseball right now. Brewers have won eight in a row. Uh, Twins have been playing really well. They've won seven of their last nine, and they're scoring 6.1 runs per game in that stretch. They've scored more runs than anybody in baseball since the All-Star break. And the Brewers, as we know, are having their best stretch of offensive baseball that they've had at any point during this season. So uh, this is just going to be such a fun series, and it's always a little bit more fun when you go in up four games rather than the one that's chasing. So what happened in Los Angeles, Lane? Because I know the Brewers had some bad breaks. They get swept by a very good team. The offense really can't churn out any runs. The Dodgers dominate that series. And since then, it's been a collection of wins and offensive firepower here. So <laughs> baseball's a weird game. I get it. Well, what happened? Yeah, I don't know that there is an explanation. I mean, I think it, I know people sometimes roll their eyes at this or get frustrated at this response because it's not anything specific. But it, I think it was baseball happened. Like, honestly, I think the Dodgers were playing their best baseball of the year at that point in time. And, and uh, the Brewers, you know, very easily could have got out there got out of there with one win if they take advantage of the gem that Corbin Burns spun on that Thursday night, but they didn't. Um, but credit to this team. I mean, they had that terrible travel night on Thursday night, and they get in so early into Texas, it would have been easy uh, to you know let that fester into the weekend, but they didn't. They put a stop to it right there. They go down and sweep the Rangers, and obviously, as we know, they haven't lost since then. So um, I don't know that there's always a lot of rhyme or reason to it or a specific explanation. I think it's why you always play the long game when you're a manager or you're a front office over 162. You, you trust your resources. You trust your information. You trust what you have done in terms of scouting your own players and what you think they're capable of. And eventually good things hopefully will happen if you know what you're doing. And the Brewers know what they're doing. Uh, they've been in postseason contention for uh, six consecutive years here and uh, had four straight playoff appearances, as we know. So they know what the formula is, and uh, the formula's working again this year. And now you got Rowdy Telez looking like he's starting to get it going maybe for this team. And, and isn't that another huge addition to this lineup? And just another option for Craig Council. They're very deep right now, and I think that's a big part of it. So rosters will expand here at the end of the month, Lane. I, I know it's not what it used to be with roster expansion. The rules have changed. You can't just call up a bunch of a uh, bunch of players. But what makes sense for the Brewers right now when you approach roster expansion time? Yeah, probably an arm and a position player. I think is probably what you'll see happen. I think that's a safe bet. And I think you're looking at, you know, any number of guys from an arm standpoint that the Brewers could bring up. And 
look, they placed Adrian Hauser on the injured list today, and so that may play into it. Um, you know, you bring a, a bullpen arm up today and J.B. Bacascus, but uh, is there another starting pitcher that comes up eventually? And, th- and then that could be the case, and so that could be the move at that point in time. Um, hard to tell. Uh, with with that and then from a position player standpoint you got Owen Miller down there who's got a lot of experience and and a lot of versatility my guess is it would be a very versatile player that you would uh, bring up in that scenario so somebody like Owen Miller or Abraham Toro probably options for you in those scenarios speaking of roster options Lane do we have an update on Aaron Ashby or Garrett Mitchell yeah, so Garrett Mitchell took uh, batting practice on the field during this homestand, and that's a great sign. He's going back to Arizona to continue his rehab, but uh, I think th- there's a chance that you could see him at the very tail end of September, and that's great news uh, because he's a dynamic player, and if anything, he's a guy that could help you with his feet. Uh, Aaron Ashby threw a bullpen uh, during this last homestand. He is going to make a start for Wisconsin coming up on Saturday. And that is a huge development. And Aaron Ashby is probably somebody that I, I don't know that you're going to see him in the big league rotation at the end of the year, but that's a left-handed arm that can really help you out of the bullpen. At times last year, he was as dynamic as there is as a left-handed reliever. That could be a big, big weapon for Craig Council down the stretch. If they could get Aaron Ashby back in, say, mid to late September, that would be a big deal, especially if you're playing games in October. Um, An arm like that is a really big addition. Well, Lane, I've got an idea for you and for Josh and for Jeff. Uh, You're celebrating a victory tonight after the game. Uh, Head off to the Wiener's Circle. Uh, Get in there, I would say, after midnight. Uh, Don't order a milkshake, or at least be very careful if you do it. Uh, and settle in with a nice hot dog to celebrate a victory. Well, Josh is the hot dog guy in this booth, so uh, he will... (laughs) You won't have to push him hard to do that, and then he'll give a full review because he's sampled every hot dog in the big leagues uh, over the course of these two years, and he's got a a full-on ranking uh, scale and all sorts of stuff. So I'm going to leave it to him. I'll be his sidekick for that. How about that? Hey, well, those who know the Wiener Circle know it's it's not as much about the hot dog as it is the experience of ordering the hot dog. I think I'm out on okay. that. This this place is scaring me. The Wiener Circle. You've never been to the Wiener Circle? No. Is it a place that really serves food? The Wiener Circles is, is absolutely legendary. I've never heard of that. I, my suggestion would be to go in in the, in the later evening hours. My suggestion would See, be I've let Mauer do it. Have, have you been to Mustard's Last Stand? That's outside of Ryan Field at Northwestern up in Evanston. <laughs> I know. That that's sounds a little too hoity-toity for, for me. Too. That's a great name for a place, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Mustard's Last Stand. That's great. That is great. That is good. Brewers broadcaster Lane Grindle down at Wrigley. Thank you so much, Lane. We appreciate it. You bet. Thanks, guys.